The mics definitely picked that up. That was a great high five. It sounded like someone was snapping. Yeah. Um, episode three. And if you listen to our two other episodes. Yeah. Thank we had a you. double feature release, guys. <laughs> what up? We're and pretty much famous now. I know. Please hold the applause. Whoa. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> We're literally recording in a bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's what's going for yeah. us. We do have an assistant now, though. Yeah, he does just about as much as Leon did. But yeah, Leon really no. dropped the ball quite a few times. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it is what it is. So hopefully, um, we left new... we left on a good note. Yeah, obviously, I still have to feed him every day. So wait a second, it's that's fine. messed up. <laughs> yeah, it it, it it that is very messed up. I mean. <laughs> I fire him and I still... I don't know. Him. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> Way to go, Leon. Yeah. How did you do that? Yeah, our, our new uh, assistant, Hank, um, he's a little deadbeat, but, you know. Yeah, what a deadbeat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's cute. <laughs> For any of you uh, Patreon donors, you can see that uh, this is Hank. That's Hank. He's a skeleton. He's a skelly. Yep. Um. Two years ago, Alice had a skelly, and she named it Skelly. Oh, that's cute. And she would take it everywhere with him. Like, mm. she put clothes on him. That's so weird. <laughs> she had clothes for him. Her, I don't know if it was a boy or a girl. It, and she would change its diaper at the diaper changing stations, at the stores. Uh, we ha- She would put it in the shopping cart, and we'd go shopping with it. We took it to the doctor. Wow. Like, Yeah. <laughs> uh, my name is Earthel. Oh, and my name is Ruth. Wow, Earthel. <laughs> I, I love your name. Thank you. I do love it. It's great. <laughs> it's a good Oh, oh and did we mention that this is a paranormal and true crime podcast? This is a... Oh, and the name of the podcast. Is what's with the neighbors. What, what is with the neighbors? What is with the neighbors? You tell me. Shall we talk of some neighborhood drama that we've seen? We sh- absolutely should. Not personally, not in our actual neighborhood. But, you know, as I said before, we get these stories from various places online like that was such a good segue (laughs) it was a good segue (laughs) segue (laughs) um so i will go first with the opening neighborhood drama i guess today um so this one is from jewel uh vd i don't know what that means thank you joel thank you joel uh this was from reddit says, a neighbor decided to place a rotten sandwich on my porch. The sandwich was not mine. So the next morning, I put it back on the curb where she first found it. The next morning, the sandwich appeared on my welcome mat. I returned it to the curb. This kept going on for a a freaking week. A week. Why don't you just throw it away? (laughs) I know. Some people are so stubborn. (laughs) For a week. With the sandwich finding itself in my mailbox, wedged into my screen door, et cetera, et cetera. And finally, ending with screams and threats being traded from our respective porches. Oh. Could this all have been avoided if I had just put the Arby sandwich in the trash after Connie first put it in on my porch? Connie. Absolutely. 
So, this is a story of two crazy neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> two crazy, um, stubborn neighbors. <laughs> like, come on now. Why would you even put it on the porch? I don't know. I'd be pretty pissed if someone put that on my porch, too. I'd be like, oh, really? It's on. <laughs> you know what, Connie? <laughs> come on, Connie. We have a few announcements to make. Yeah, yeah. We already have Patreon donors. Yeah. What up? Right? Yeah. So thank you for... Oh, I had a burp. Sorry. It's okay. Thank you for our Patreon donors. Um, Looking at you right now. Thanks, and Gigi. Thank you, Gigi. Um, which is great. Leon, we are recording. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> that is so... Is there funny. any way we can put, like, a smiley face right there or something? <laughs> So word lines. Every time, every time he cleans himself, so embarrassing. He's just grooming guys. Yeah. Don't don't get in your heads. Come so on. Uh, the Patreon donors get access to the video recording. So yep, if you want to be a Patreon donor, check that out. Yep, and the more donors we get, we're gonna um, we've got tons of ideas for um, more donors in the future. Yeah. So, uh, we're waiting for you to donate. We are. So we can do the fun things for you. Yeah, we, we're really itching to do these fun things. So, hurry up and get on the donor bus. That sounds different. Um, and, <laughs> <laughs> and get ready for some great stuff in the future. <laughs> <laughs> Got a whole book of ideas. Okay, but the donor bus is actually a really good idea. Yeah. What, wait, what? Donor bus? Like donating yeah. blood? Do you want us to go donate blood for our Patreon page? I want to donate blood. Yeah, that would actually be a really good I love good idea. donating blood. But I was you thinking, guys should go donate blood. I was thinking it's like good. donor, like donating, you're like a organ donor. You want us to donate our organs to Patreon donors? Yes. That's exactly what I'm saying. No. I don't like the way you just looked at me whenever you said that. <laughs> yes. That is exactly what I'm saying. I meant, she like... just pulled out a knife as well, very slowly from underneath the table. I'm... I'm scared for my safety. Like, no, I'm, I'm like the name, like instead of Patreon donors, like call it the Donor Bus. The Donor Bus, that's cute. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on the Donor Bus, or yeah, organ donor. Getting on to the. Stop <laughs> saying it like that, <laughs> guys. I, I wish you could see her face. I need to if remember to actually on, look at the camera this if time. If you were too. on the Donor Bus, you would have been able to see my face. Also. We got some B-Day shout-outs. We're probably not going to do this every episode, but it's it's family. No, I'm going to sing, and you... Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, So I want to say happy birthday, happy belated birthday to my big bro, Matthew. His brother is... uh, to His brother. His birthday is tomorrow. Amy, oh, my God. Oh, my gosh, she has to stop. She sounds like Marilyn Monroe right now. Oh, happy you. birthday! I was trying to make it creepy, Mr. President. You sound like you're trying to sound like. <laughs> okay, start your brother over. <laughs> we might check that whole thing out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of it was kind of creepy. Now that you said it's supposed to be creepy. <laughs> happy birthday, Matthew. He, um, you know, he just turned thirty. This will come out on the second next week. So his birthday is actually tomorrow. The 26th. So, um, happy birthday, Frank. I hope you're having a, a great day. And I love you. Also, happy birthday to my uh, other friend named... Not her sister. 
yeah, not named Ashley. Um, she, her birthday is so next. Hard. This is a terrible. <laughs> her birthday is next weekend. <laughs> anyway, happy birthday, guys. But when this comes out. She's not going to listen to it anyway. <laughs> she won't. No. Uh, it's too scary. I don't know. That makes sense. It's too scary. Yeah. So, yeah, happy birthday, guys. Yeah, happy birthday, <laughs> was, not I, her siblings. I butchered the hell out of that one, but happy birthday. But isn't that what siblings are supposed to do? Butcher the hell out of everything? Yeah. yeah. Like, ruin, yeah. like, a birthday wish. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I They were nice to me. Yeah. Not mm. nice. How many times did you have to do their tours? Oh, never. Never. My sister did everything. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I'll be 100% honest. <laughs> I was the baby. I got away with a lot. That's true. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, another thing I wanted to mention, um, in episode one, I talked about the house from The Conjuring, um, the Harrisville farmhouse, and as a lot of you have already seen, it is up for sale. So if anybody is in the market, um, I'm sure Zach Bagans is already going to buy it, but um, if anybody's in the market for it, oh, I believe it's listed so at like, ah, not me. He'll do a lot with it. He, yeah. he would put it up for tours. Anybody's going to make money off of it. Who That's buys true. it? Who's going to actually you know live what? there just we to live there? Is have our Patreon bus donors donate oh, so, money. So we can buy the house? So we can buy the house. It is one, uh, it's, I believe it's 1.2 million or uh, 1.2, 1.2 million. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so if you guys could donate that much, that would be great. Either yeah. one big donor could donate yeah. that. Or um, lots of people. Yeah, Gigi, if you have a hidden lump sum of money. I know you have that goal. That would be great. I've seen it. To be bringing that out right now. And also, yeah. I want to. And, and we'll have a party there, too. Yeah. Just for everybody. For yeah. all the for all the donor bus. Yeah, for the donor bus. Yep. yep. Donor bus uh, conjuring party. Um, you Ooh. may come out alive. You may not. Who knows? We don't know. We, nobody knows. We are going to take the organ donor bus there, though. I need to drop that. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> this episode is starting out so bad. It's okay. I'm okay with it. Oh, my goodness. So, we have two great stories this week. Yeah, because Amy knows everything. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. This is a little... I know we've already been talking a whole bunch, but I wanted to add in something else. Okay. Um. So, all week... Um, as you guys know, we both have children. Sorry. Um, I didn't want anyone to know sorry. that. Didn't mention the child already. Um, and you can't find that out on our website yeah. either. Um, so yeah, as many of you know, I, I have some and, um, they're younger and they like to put things in bags. And I bring a bag with all of my crap to Amy's every time we do this. And so all week I've just like glanced over and I've seen my my toddler put things in my bag and <laughs> I haven't stopped her and I haven't looked inside to see what's inside. Oh, I want to see. So put it right here. I feel like I'm gonna leave it by the couch every week to let her put things yeah. in it and we can have a little bit called "What's in the bag? What's in the bag? What's in the bag?" So first we have all Snow White, a Aww. little people Snow White. A little people Snow White. She's, She's cute. Holding a pie. Oh, show her to the Patreon. There's a lot of stuff in here. I'm not gonna pull out all of it. Um, a monitor. Oh, good. Monitor. Good. Anyone? So she can monitor us. Yes. Yep. Definitely. Um, train track. Oh, good. Train track. So we stay on track. Yes. 
tupperware bowl with a star in it. What is it? A tupperware bowl with a star sticker in it. It's a window cling. <laughs> it's like tupperware. Most of it's pretty much all of it's just toys. We've got some magnetic blocks in here. Oh, good, because we're electric. Oh, we can use them. Electric. <laughs> oh, there we go. To the hold up things. Thanks, guys. Um, and thanks, thanks some, some more blocks, but that's it. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, I just I, because we're blockheads. We're blockheads. That's why. I'm trying I, to I, find a reason. For I all. had to. <laughs> I had to show you. That's so. Cute. I keep on seeing them do that, and I'm just like, "Don't look inside. Don't look inside. Don't look inside." That's so cute. Just look up as I'm putting all the stuff in there. Thank you, daughter. That's not uh, yours. Yeah. Her name is not Natalie. Yeah. Thank. Thank you, Earthel. My name's Earthel. Yeah, I know. I said thank you, Earthel. Oh, thank you. Thank you, yeah. Earthel, for saying that. Oh, you're, yes, you're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. So let's get down to business. All right. Why is everybody let's here? Get down to business. To defeat. Okay, I don't want you to see mine. Okay. I don't just... want you to see mine because I'm excited about well, mine too. Shoot, because what if we what if we did this when it, we didn't? We hope we didn't. Did we? <gasps> what if we did the same like story that I was afraid. That I want you to do in mine. Oh, that would be so cool. Isn't it ironic? If that ever happens, though, you know what we have to do? High five? <laughs> High five. Is that what you were going to say? No, I was trying to think of something on the fly, but I couldn't. <laughs> Instead, <laughs> I did. We a shot. We have to take a shot. Yes. Yes. Okay. That's With I, the hard I, alcohol we don't keep in the house. Yeah. Oh, I have some. Okay. I usually have some. <laughs> We'll just do a separate thing if we need to. I'll there just I'll just throw a flask in my there you go. thing just in case. Um. So, oh, am I going first this week? I'm so sorry. What would you like to do? I went first the first week, and then you went first the second week. So I would assume you we go, go back. Okay. So this week, I am. I did a story on the historic Anchorage Hotel. <gasps> no. actually went here um not that long ago on a ghost tour and it was so much fun if you're ever in anchorage and you like ghosts which you're listening to this podcast so you probably like ghosts yes um go to go on this tour it is so much fun um and you can just show up yeah and and you learn you learn so much it's really informative and then you walk you walk a lot, so you be prepared yeah. to walk. But yeah, bring walking and shoes. and you're walking in a very sketchy area of town as well. Yeah. So <laughs> we almost got stabbed during it, and oh, I'm gosh. not exaggerating. I'm a, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but we did almost witness a stabbing, and yes. then we witnessed the cops taking the, taking guy, down. the guy down. Yeah, was fun. It, it was it was very distracting. <laughs> was. I didn't. I, I I think I was so shaken up by this point with getting the story i learned new information on the story because oh, i was just not there the entire time yeah. well, i was because just we're worried something bad will yeah again. yeah and i was just paranoid about ghosts yeah <laughs> well another thing is that um what was i gonna say the guy probably left some stuff out yeah i'm sure it's, and added some things yeah. in i think but i don't know we'll see Yay. i kind of wish i could re-go on it again now we can do it oh yeah definitely we definitely should yeah but he doesn't yeah. do it in winter, though. Oh, he doesn't. That's no. fine. Man, I don't want to do it in the winter anyway. It's, I know. It's That's Alaska. What I was when he uh, was saying that he like he does it all the time or something <clears throat> like that, like six days out of the week, I was like, 
I thought he did it during winter too. Or I, I was wondering if he did it during the winter too. Uh, the website said something to like some sometime in September. Oh, okay. Yeah. It also said rain, shine, rain or, or snow. Shine. It says or snow on their Facebook. Maybe he does do it. I don't think he does. No. That would be cold. That would be, that would suck. Anyway, um, this has already dragged on a lot. So let's get to the paranormal part of this podcast. And again, we're doing it on the historic Anchorage Hotel. Um, So a little bit of history. It was built in 1916. Um, The historic Anchorage Hotel was there at the beginning of the city of Anchorage, Alaska. It actually withstood the... Uh, 1964 Good Friday earthquake, which was a 9.2 earthquake. What's a 10? I wonder. I well, this was actually um the most the most powerful earthquake um in the U.S. and the second most powerful earthquake in the world. Oh my so, gosh! So I mean, that was in the that was in the 60s. So I don't I don't know if that's changed in America, but I feel like in the world we probably maybe we would have gotten a stronger one. But that's that's, that's pretty crazy. That is <clears> so and yeah, it, it stood it. Yeah, it's still there. Those ghosts like hold it up. Yeah, they like, like yep, yep, they're good. <laughs> but when the hotel was first open, um, I thought this was cute. The owner Frank Reed, um, he had his young son who would he would have him go down to the railroad terminal. Um, during the day to pick up the guests for, or p- to pick up the luggage for the guests that were arriving at the hotel. I thought that was really cute. That is really cute. I was cute. like, oh, you, you're really putting 100% into this job. <laughs> um, and in 19, I'm kind of jumping around on dates here, so I apologize. Okay. Um, in 1936, uh, the city began to expand at a fast rate, so they built the current building, um, which was the annex um, which was across the alleyway, and a sky bridge was built um, to connect the two buildings. So there were two buildings for the hotel oh, at the time. Okay. Um, the building that was right next to it. Yeah. Was the original. No, it was across. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Um, they tore um, for many for many years. The hotel serves as it's as the city's primary meeting and the only place in the new city um, where you can enjoy a. Meal served on fine china with linen and silver. And I had to include that because every website that I looked into on this hotel included that. Even one of the podcasts that I listened to on this. They're very proud of that. They are. Yeah. They should be. Yeah. Um, over time, the original building was sold and torn down. So oh, it's not there anymore. It's oh, something else. Okay. Um, but it left the annex behind, which is the original one or which is the current one right now. Okay. Um, for many years after it was actually neglected and operated as various lodging properties oh. um, under different names. So, right. I don't know, maybe a Motel 6 or something. Probably not a Motel 6, but just a bunch of different names. Yeah. Um, in 1989, it finally went under new ownership and it was brought back to life and it gained its original name back. Aww. So. Um, it still stands today, and it's the only hotel in Anchorage on the nat- National Register of Historic Places. So It's the only hotel? Hotel, yeah, uh, in Anchorage that is the National Register of Historic Places. Yeah, because there was other places that were deemed that as well. Right. I think the movie theater was. Yeah. And yeah. maybe the town hall. Probably the town hall. Probably. Um, some facts. It's three stories tall, and it only has 26 rooms. Oh. 
Oh, I bet it pulls up fast. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. I actually looked into it already, so um, we want to stay there, <laughs> we guys. We want to stay there. Um, so it has had some famous guests, um, maybe not ones that today's youth knows about, and I'm talking about like our millennial. Yeah. Um, but in Alaska, the historic hotel was the place to stay at. Um, matter of fact, Will Rogers, he was an actor. <laughs> he was in like westerns and stuff. Yeah. Um, and Wiley Post, who was an American aviator, um, okay. stayed here just before um, their fateful flight to Barrow. Oh. Yeah. Wiley was actually flying the plane. I I want to say the Wiley had talked um, Rogers into going because he was going on a camping trip and he was hoping he would help fund it. Oh, um, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, and he flew in there and they, yeah, he, which oh. is kind of sad because he was like a really good pilot. He broke a whole bunch of records and just, paid, I guess he was like well-known. Oh, it sad. was too heavy. The plane, I think it was too heavy. Uh, so, <laughs> Mr. Wiley Post had way too much stuff. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, also another person was the famous mountain man, um, Bob Marshall. That name sounds very familiar. I, uh, I didn't look too much into him. I apologize. That's okay. uh, the last one which we heard of was, um, oh, not last one, but was artist Sidney Lawrence. For um, many years, he lived and spent time there painting. Yeah. And he used the hotel lo- lobby as his studio. Um, he and was. He wasn't there's photos of him. Yeah. And of his and of his paintings, yeah. Um, he actually he was known for all of his pretty landscapes and pictures of Alaska and mm-hmm. Mount Denali. He actually, um, in exchange for a year's rent, the hotel he gave a picture of Mount Denali to the hotel. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I'd be like, that's what's up. Free yeah. rent. Okay. I hope they still have it. I think they do because I I think I remember our tour guide mentioning it and saying, oh, you see over there, he actually painted that. Uh, I want to say it was a picture of Mount Denali. Um, So we have some deaths because I always say, you know, to have any ghosts. Yep. Got to have some deaths, unfortunately. Um, So one of the known deaths was a young bride um, who committed suicide the night before her wedding. Um, She was still in her dress. Um. And apparently she did it because she was heartbroken when her groom failed to show. Aww. Yeah. She's actually believed to roam the second floor hallway and supposedly in rooms 215 and 217, which we should stay in one of those rooms. Do you know if she roams <clears throat> in her wedding dress? I think she does. Because that's how they d- identify her. Oh, so. that's so sad. Yeah. She's looking for a lover. She's looking for a I know. Lover. I know. Sad day. Um, also, a young boy who drowned in a bathtub in room 304 has been known to be there. Um, some say they feel like he's passed on, but a lot of the guests and hotel workers still feel like he's there. So, um, And an unknown guest who passed away in the hotel is reported to haunt the stairway. So, didn't get a name on that one. That's so mean. I You're felt the need to. He's just roaming the stairs, going up and down forever. <laughs> oh, Poor guy. I bet Poor his girl. calves are nice. Right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I bet. I love. <laughs> I love some good calves. Uh, another known one, which I hope you cover this at some point, um, is Jack Sturgis. 
Um, on January 1st of 1921. <laughs> I'm okay. Good. I'm going to write the name down. Oh, Jack Sturgis. I mean, I could just give you this. Um, 1921, due to crime, Anchorage hired their first chief of police, Jack Sturgis. Do you remember him? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was, there were so many different theories about him. And it's like, uh, didn't our tour guide say, like, he knew for sure what happened? Well, someone helped them, I thought. But there's nothing online about it. Nowhere. Because it still says it's unsolved today. But he... So our, our tour guide told us that a friend of his actually helped solve this crime. She but... was a, our... I don't know the professional name of it, but she, like, was a historian. Yeah. And, like, that was her job, was to find... It may have just been a archives. really good theory that they just decided to go with. But there's so many theories out there still, and I I don't want to get in too deeply to them. So I hope maybe one day you'll cover them. Um, But they really wanted, the the city really wanted him to crack down on issues with drinking, gambling, and sex workers. Uh, Thanks. After uh, just a month of duty, he was actually found shot in the chest with his own weapon, in the rear stairwell of a local drugstore that was next to the yeah. hotel, um, which we actually visited that site. Um, when found, he was clinging to life and eventually taken to the hospital. Um, the doctors had said he kept complaining of the bright lights and his hands being cold. But when asked, so he could say all that, um, but when he was asked by a U.S. Deputy Marshal who the killer was, he did not answer. Some say it was him. Some say gangs. There's so many different theories. Um, but as far as today, it's a mystery. It was his lover. And he didn't want to turn <laughs> it, it. It was with his own weapon. So um, some say, and there's a plaque out there too that say this, um, that he returns once a year on the anniversary of his death to the scene of the crime to literally meet his maker, um, hoping to find his killer. Um <laughs> Well, and the ghost tour guide said he goes out there, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he said that he's had, like, a... Didn't he say, like, there was a picture where something yeah, he, was shown in a picture with him yeah, he has in that a spot? photo of... He... I think it was a photo... Was there a shadow or something? Or, I think it was an orb or, okay. or like, an outline of him. I yeah, 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 yeah. You're right, you're right. Yep. Yeah. Um, but he, he has a lot of really cool information on it. He's very knowledgeable, obviously. He has to be. Um, It'd be really cool to, like, talk to him on the podcast. I know. I know. It really would be. I was thinking that, too. Um, so that was the big one. And <sighs> like I said, I didn't really. There's a ton of theories. There's at least, like, three or four really big ones. But I think there's a couple small ones, too. Yeah. Um, but there are... Um, Many reports on paranormal activity and sightings from guests and staff. So they actually have a log in the lobby. Oh, yeah, that's Yeah, right. for any of the guests to write down any of their experiences they may have had. So um, they've got a huge book full of different experiences, even, like, things from, like, lights turning off to knocking on doors to mm-hmm. things falling off a shelf or something. But here are some of the known things um, that have been reported. Uh, the bride is suspected to roam the second floor hallway as well as 215 and 217, which mm-hmm. I mentioned that. 
the guests in room 202 have reported hearing a knock on the door, followed by giggling. Ooh, I don't like that. <laughs> no. <laughs> nope. And a small child has also been seen in the closet. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah. No, me neither. No. Yeah. Um, guests in 205 have seen a little man with a funny outfit in the closet. No! You yeah. have to open it. Yeah. <laughs> this weird outfit. Hello. I'm oh, so sorry. I didn't know this place was occupied. Hello there. <laughs> I that so much. Um, the spirit of a young girl and a young boy who died in the original Anchorage Hospital are believed to also be there because their family lived there, I guess. Um, also, a shaman reported sensing an old, insane woman with a happy little boy here. An old, insane woman? Yeah, it's very descriptive. I, I don't like it. Too. Yeah. Uh, I know. <laughs> like, happy little boy. <laughs> maybe he's the giggling boy no <laughs> maybe his grandma's like hey go knock on that door right there and little boy knocks and goes hee 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 and runs away nope <laughs> don't like it also for sorry um for anyone who says that you know there's other kids in the hotel it did specifically say um this is known to happen even when they know there's no kid children guests in the hotel so yeah, it's <laughs> extra creepy. <laughs> um, also, knocking and tapping on doors, um, doors opening and closing and shaking. Um, no! EVPs, disembodied voices, whistling. Um, on a short thing on YouTube, I saw of some ghost, uh, what are they called? Investigators. Um, they had heard lots of whistling. It's really creepy. Um, faucets turning on and off which are regularly checked by plumbers and there's nothing wrong happens all the time that's so weird moving chess pieces um <laughs> opening <sucks>. right <laughs> got your queen <laughs> uh opening and closing of shower curtains no like hello can i have some privacy <laughs> no <laughs> shower in here. Um, sounds of children playing in the hall, and that's it. That's it for the paranormal experiences that have gone oh, on in the hotel. Um, today, the hotel is still open to stay in. Um, it online, it's has four out of five stars on Yelp. Wow. Everybody says it's a really nice hotel. They the only complaint that people like Good. say are. No, I know. I was hoping. No, <laughs> no one complains of ghosts. Um, I did, however, find some reviews about that include that. I'll go over them in a minute. Um, but people complain about silly things like uh, there weren't enough outlets in the room. Well, it's an which, old building. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, or um, the there's no AC. It's in Alaska. Come there's on, guys. No there's AC no AC in anywhere. Any. No. So, um, it's it's got a. Good, lots of good reviews. Um, most people say it's like a quaint, comfy place to stay at with a historic charm. Yeah. Um, and the staff is known to be friendly and helpful. Well, you, the thing about the outlets is clearly they don't travel enough because, I mean, I'm not saying I'm a travel expert, but wherever I go, I always bring um, an extension cord and I like power strip. That's genius. I don't. That's a really good idea. But now, since I'm usually really good at prepping for going places, yeah. I'm going to do that now. You need to do it. Because normally, like, you want to charge your phone, 
in bed. Mm-hmm. But the outlet's like forever away. Yeah, just you know, you gotta yeah. Look mellow at your out, phone. mellow yeah. out to go to sleep yep. with your phone or have an alarm. You don't have to walk across the room to actually go turn it off because then you actually have to wake up. Yeah, I've I've just <laughs> been to Disney way too many times. <laughs> That's smart. Um, so I have some pictures here. You've seen yeah. the hotel, so yeah. maybe we can post these. Um, but one person did two people. I got two cool reviews from their Facebook page. Um, I won't say their names because I don't know if I'm supposed to. But uh, one woman said, what a beautiful place to stay. The reception staff were lovely. It was like stepping back in time from the lovely foyer with the welcoming fire and comfortable chairs um, to our walk, almost stepping back in time to our room, which was very cozy with the best beds I've slept in for a long time. Wow. Right? Um, one night stay just isn't enough. We even enjoyed a visit from one of the ghosts. <laughs> You're good. Um, one, one night stay just isn't enough. We enjoyed a visit. We even enjoyed a visit from one of the ghosts who turned on our tap. What? All right. So this person said, what a beautiful place to stay. The reception staff were lovely. It was like sleep stepping back in time from the lovely foyer with the welcoming fire and comfortable chairs to our walk, almost stepping back in time to our room, which was very cozy with the best beds I've slept in for a long time. Um, so they have nice beds. Um, one night stay just isn't enough. We even enjoyed a visit from one of the ghosts who turned on the tap crazy that's so nice of them i know right it's yeah. like hey you need some water here they, tur- they, probably, they probably turned it on right when they put their cup under and they're like oh nice what? it's automatic <laughs> 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 the handle moves all by itself wow this hotel is so modernized drink your water <laughs> Take- <laughs> you need more water i <laughs> walked a lot today <laughs> Uh, hope to return one day. If you're visiting Anchorage, make sure you add this hotel to your must-stay list. Thank you for making our stay very special, Carrie. Okay, so she put it in there, so I'm going to add her name. Um, the second one isn't so long. Um, this person said, great place, clean and cozy. Staff staff is top-notch, and I even got a glimpse of a ghost. Aww. So... Um, that was the historic Anchorage Hotel. Um, me and Amy are going to stay there one day. I feel like this was just a big plug for them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Anchorage Historic Hotel, please. Let us stay there. Stay there, Anchorage. Please. Or let, let us stay there, Anchorage Historic yes. Hotel. I please, said that all please. wrong. Let please. us stay there. Please. Please. Please that let us stay there. So good. Thank you. You're welcome. I, we. Jack Sturgis. Yeah, I wrote it down. And, well, when we were staying there, didn't some, like, uh, your phone. Oh, yes. Your, Thank uh, you for reminding me. Yeah. Um, so, while, while on this whole tour, I have an Apple Watch. And uh, I can usually go, like, two days with charge on it. And yeah. I charge it every single day. But it can usually last two days. Um. So uh, I was wearing my Apple Watch, and uh, whoever else has an Apple Watch, you know that you can probably uh, normally make your charge go for at least a day or two, maybe a day and a half. Um, uh, I actually tested it after we were done, and I'll tell you about it in a minute. But 
by the end of our tour, my watch had died and shut off. And I was like, that's so weird. That never happens. It had full charge early. And I was like, well, we were using it a lot today. Yeah. Maybe I just killed the battery. So uh, the next day, I had charged it as quick as I could in the morning because Amy and I were going out to go do stuff. And uh, I charged it up to maybe 70 75%. And by the next day, it still had a good charge. And so and I used it a ton. Yeah. For like GPS and yeah. And well, and uh, he said that well, electronics are known to die. Yeah. 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 I killed the battery on my watch, and and I kind of felt uneasy, especially towards the hotel, right? <laughs> and you did too. Yeah. I felt like I was gonna faint. Yeah. And I felt super lightheaded. Right around then is when he said that. Well, we were sitting by the window at the hotel. So, uh, right where we're sitting is where he said the artist would sit and paint. Yep, Sydney Lawrence. Yep. Like, right, and I didn't tell you this then, and I'm not just saying this, whatever. People can think whatever they want. But I told you, like, the entire time I felt, like, super distracted, and I thought maybe I was just paranoid because of the the stabbing, whatever. And I was constantly looking over my shoulder, Kind of wanted to see a ghost. Thought it'd be pretty cool. Right, Maybe right. I'd see one look outside of a window or something. Obviously, I didn't. But really, whenever we got in there, when we were sitting in that chair, I I felt like a uneasy, heavy feeling. And yes. you said you felt nauseous. And then, like, right as, like, felt like I couldn't hear anything, right as I was feeling that way, he had said, oh, yeah, and there used to be a man who's known to haunt here who used to sit exactly where those two girls are. Yeah. And there we were. Ruth and Ethel sitting yeah. in that. It felt like, that like table. And it like zeroed in. On yeah, us. yeah. It was very weird, yeah. and I was just like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna faint." It was cool. It was, it was cool, so. Cool. It was really. I would do it again. Again, go go on the uh, ghost tours of Anchorage. Um, ghost tours. The of guy Anchorage. is super cool. He wears a big old top hat. Um, he's like seventy. He is. Yeah. And he makes this walk every. Day. Six days. Or, yeah, week. yeah. The guy's awesome. He's really smart. I mean, really if you cool. think about it, his what probably happened was he was getting older, and his wife was like, "You need to start walking." And he's like, "Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> I'll do it." <laughs> the only way if I is if I talk about ghosts and walk at the same time. I'm doing it. It's my hobby, and it's so cheap too. It's like fifteen bucks. Yeah, yeah. To, it wasn't bad he, at all. He's not doing it for the money. Clearly, he enjoys it for sure. He definitely enjoys it. So. Wow, thank you so much. You're welcome. You're I love that in-depth story. Yeah, of, of I like it. it. I'm excited. Um, you want me to hear my... You hear yes! My I keep doing stories that suck. No, you don't. I think my favorite story so far was... Uh, and it wasn't my favorite story, but it was it was really sad. But the, the last one. Of Ducky. Yeah. No, I mean, um, this is another sad one. Dang it. I know. I know. Um, not... I had a dream about that. About Ducky? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, haunted me. Oh. <laughs> Are you okay? Maybe that's why. Never mind. Yep. I'm good. I'm gravy. Is that why you're not sleeping? No, I am sleeping great, actually. Thanks for asking. Okay. No, this isn't, like, a sad story. I mean, it's not a sad story. It's just <sighs> sad stuff happens. I mean, there's a... There's probably going to be a murder involved, so it's going to be sad. That is true. Yeah. So. Um, and this one is actually, there's a Netflix show or Netflix documentary on it. 
that I watched uh, at the beginning of the pandemic. I think near um, Tiger King. I think I know what you're going to do. Keep on going. Okay. And, um, but I didn't, I obviously researched it. I didn't just get the information to watch it. So this is the story of Luca Magnota. Magnota. Um, So Luca was actually born uh, Eric Clinton Newman in 1982. Eric Clapton? Kidding. Eric what? Clinton. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Eric Clinton Newman in 1982 to Dory or Don and Anna. Uh, he grew up in Scarborough, Canada, um, which is east of Toronto. And he had three younger siblings. He was the oldest of the three. Um, and uh, unfortunately, at a young age, his parents divorced. He stayed a lot of. He spent a lot of his time with his grandma until his grandma. And his grandpa divorced. I mean, he was he was really close with his grandma, but uh, he was. What am I? Why are you laughing? <laughs> what? <laughs> sorry, I'm so sorry. That was rude. <laughs> Keep on going. Why are you laughing? Because the thing you just did, I feel like you just said. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I'm so sorry. I feel like you just said. <laughs> What did I do? I don't know that explosion. I feel like you should be like. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's so funny. God. I'm a little tired. <sighs> oh god, I can take off my glasses now. I'm good. Okay. I'm good. I swear. <laughs> Wow, this episode sucks. <laughs> this episode will be fine. <laughs> um, okay, so he he had three younger siblings, and at a young age, his parents divorced. He stayed he stayed a lot of his time with his grandma, um, and he was homeschooled. His mom ended up dating another guy named Eric and, or, sorry, he, his mom ended up dating another guy and Eric described, uh... <laughs> oh, don't make your mind up! <laughs> it's not me. I'm so sorry. This is so weird. I swear I'm listening. I don't know why. You are laughing. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm not so sure. I think it's funny. It's not. Oh my god. I'm so sorry. Uh oh, I accidentally turned off my mic. Is it back on? When did you turn it off? I just Just did. now, okay. Yeah, just now. <laughs> oh, you're like, let me turn this off so I can hurry <laughs> out. Shut the hell up while I'm telling my story. So her mom ended up dating another guy and Eric described him as a monster. Okay. Um, and he didn't really have it's a relationship. Good. No. After the divorce, his parents divorced, he didn't really have a relationship with his dad. No. Um, and he didn't have hardly so any... his grandparents, right? He had a relationship with his grandma. Like, he was super close with her. But he also, like, lived with his mom. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. Yeah. He, <laughs> he would go over to his grandma's house. Okay. Mom. I see. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so, uh, he really didn't have any friends. He was, though, close with his sister, and she was the only other person besides himself that he described as beautiful. Yeah. 
Um, and he just he struggled with depression, and uh, the people that he saw, the experts that he saw for his depression, said you need to continue to take your medicine. You cannot not take your medicine um, because it will ruin your life. And later, it was uh, known that he, you know, had a borderline personality disorder. So, um, which probably describes his narcissism. So, um, when he was 22, he made a friend uh, with a 21-year-old female, and <clears throat> she had the mental capacity of an 8- to 12-year-old. Um, so, he definitely took advantage of her yeah, sounds by like it. Uh, using her credit card and racking up thousands uh, of dollars of great. unpaid bills. What a jerk. Yeah, in her name. Uh, it was also known that he had he sexually assaulted her. Yeah, and he filmed it. But oh my gosh! Yep. Uh, and right before the trial, to uh, you know, put him behind bars for sexually assaulting her, uh, the charges were dropped. Which I'm not sure exactly why they were dropped. But an interview that I watched with his lawyer, they said, "Do you think that things would have been different if they continued to charge him for that?" And his lawyer was like, oh, yeah, you betcha. Because he kept trying, the lawyer obviously was trying to get the charges dropped. Right. And uh, the lawyer does regret trying to do that because of what happened later. Uh, uh, after the charges were, dropped, charges were dropped, Eric was like, all right, I need to recreate myself, reinvent myself. So in 2006, he legally changed his name to Luca Roca Magnota. Uh, Luca began to spend time with Toronto's gay community. He met Barbie, who is a transgender woman, and they began dating. Um, and the interview that I watched with Barbie, uh, she was saying, like, later on, he, like, quoted her or whatever. And she feels like it's because, like, she acted like she was the only person that actually cared. Not didn't act, but she generally cared about this person. And... She's like, he didn't have anybody else. So he probably considered their relationship very special, even though they obviously didn't yeah. end up together. Right. Um, and during the interview, Barbie said she knew that he had problems um, by his body language, language, his demeanor, demeanor, and things that he would do, um, his character and his mannerisms. And Luca claimed to be a high-end escort a model and even appeared in some porn videos. Hmm. Yeah, so he got a lot of attention with um, an online show, like a YouTube show, <clears throat> named Naked News, which is just basically about uh, porn stars and stuff like that and escorts. And he really liked that because he got, like, a lot of online attention for Very it. Very narcissistic, says Ted. Yeah. Um, Fries are red. Fries are done. Fries are done? Okay, yeah. Uh, he told Barbie that he was going to be famous one day, and he begged her to take photos of him, like, all the time. She, he was just always like, take a photo of me, take a photo of me, take a photo of me, or video of me. And she said he wanted to be perfect. He had his nose done. He had two hair transplants. Jeez. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. Um, and was planning on doing muscle implants of his pecs and arms. Jeez. Just work out, man. <laughs> How did he get all this money? 
He was a high-end ex- escort. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Yep. They so make a lot of money. He, he <clears throat> Man, came... are we in the wrong field. I know. <laughs> what the heck? Here we are trying to make a po- podcast of $5 a person. Yeah. <laughs> we made $5 a month. <laughs> so, uh, he... Please donate. <laughs> Please donate. So, he also auditioned for a reality TV show called Plastic Makes Perfect. Oh, Okay. Yeah, he said that his most important thing was his. Uh, he said his most important thing was his looks, but they rejected him probably Sucks because of his personality and probably his health. Yeah. So um, then he he was like not gonna stop. So he applied for an um, as an underwear model for a show called Cover Guy, and the producers actually told him he's like they're like you don't have what it makes to to be on tv uh, sorry not sorry not sorry uh luca and it like you know i know that people go on reality tv shows for the attention but there's got to be a point where there's got to be a fine line i don't know i mean it does sure uh probably makes money off of reality TV. oh shows yeah i mean you get watching. famous like regardless yeah <sighs> anyways so but that's what he wanted especially wanted nowadays Instagram. Instagram. I gotta get my followers. Mm-hmm. Back then it wasn't, there was no Instagram. Yeah. Uh, so. My space. My was there. So Luca then met a man uh, who was like his manager. There was, this man really, he wanted to keep his identity uh, private because he didn't want people to know about his connection with Luca because it said it would ruin his uh, reputation. And I actually, like, wrote up a whole bunch of stuff about it and then just decided it really wasn't that important. <laughs> I get that. So. That's okay. <laughs> um, I did that with my story, too. <laughs> but one thing he did say was, that I thought was funny, was he said, Luca always walked as if he was on a catwalk. Mm. Yeah. Like, Stren. Yeah, he was always strutting. He had a different, like, Very cadence. proud. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, at this point, Luca had made, had zero leads on like a reality show, being a model, everything like that. He still was a high end ex- escort. High end. I don't know what that means. I mean, I know what that means, but I don't know. He probably had a lot of big customers. As yeah, like, yeah. So well known. Yeah. Um. <laughs> however, he was going bankrupt. Um. And obviously needed attention. So according to Barbie, that. Uh, ex of his, Luca made up a rumor that he was dating Carla Homolka, who was a Canadian serial killer. I have heard this. I have heard this. I haven't, I didn't name the name of the documentary on Netflix, uh, because I wanted to, like, I didn't want it to, like, shadow. Oh, I heard this from a podcast. I haven't seen the documentary. I didn't know there was one. Oh, okay. So, Barbie said he was fascinated by Carla and her husband. Um, So because of this rumor, the Daily Sun News interviewed him, and that's where he was like, I need to set the record straight. I have no affiliation with Carla. So he just, like, made up the rumor for people to be like, oh, my gosh, he's dating her. Oh, my gosh. Just for him to be like, he just wants attention. Yep, just wanted attention. The wrong kind of attention. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm dating Ted Bundy. No. <laughs> nope. It just doesn't sound good. I mean, it. You shouldn't say you're taking <laughs> you a serial killer. Nope. 
Um, and but that news, like it was big for like a second, but it didn't last. So he's like, it's not enough. So in fall of 2010, Luca posted a video calling and um, posted a video called Three Guys and One Hammer to his Facebook page. Oh. Yeah. And which was a video of a man being beaten to death. <gasps> yeah. I thought I was going in a different direction. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> so, and near Christmas, um, in an online chat room, someone kept posting a video of a man who put two kittens in a sealed bag. And <gasps> no, sucked. I remember this. Go ahead. Okay. Sucked. Uh, <gasps> Is this that documentary? With the kittens? Yeah. <gasps> My mom tried to watch it. Don't fuck with She's, that. She said she couldn't. Yeah, it's rough. Um... No, it's meow. <laughs> what? Rough dogs. <laughs> you must knocked over Hank. Sorry, Hank. Hank, we haven't had you do anything. I'll be here till Thursday. <laughs> um, so, uh, someone kept posting to this chat room and <clears throat> to hype up this. Blah, blah, blah. Where am I going with this? Near Christmas, in an online chat room, someone kept typing up a video of a man who put two kittens in a sealed bag and bag and sucking the air out of it. Oh, no. And the whole thing was caught on camera. But you couldn't see the guy doing it. The person, I should say, doing it. So this video obviously went viral, and a Facebook group was formed and um, with 4,000 people joining overnight, like, who did this? You know? I bet PETA was one of them. I'm sure PETA was in that group. or you know. PETA Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, the group was dedicated just to find, you know, the person who killed these kittens. And 24 hours later, he posted two more photos and videos. Um, a few people really took the lead. You know, there was a few people that took the lead in finding this person. Um, and they were certain that, it, you know... It was just the start of something terrible that was going to happen. They, like, dissected the crap out of this video. They, like, frame by frame sort of thing. Uh, Then a photo was released with the kittens that were murdered, but it was actually Luca in the photo. So it was the same photo he had that was posted before, but the face was blurred (coughs) out. And then he posted the same photo, but he's... But not face blurred out yeah and it was luca and the kittens were dead the uh, with the photo the kittens were alive okay okay orders four doors down later another clue was sent to the police looking for him why did i say police i don't know why did you say the four doors four doors later <laughs> four days later another <laughs> clue was sent to the people looking for him so he sent another clue to them it was said that the kitten vacuumer you're looking for is luca magnota he was born in russia lives in los angeles and lived in several countries damn i know the apartment in the video is located in west hollywood oh my hope this helps I'm 100% serious. So he said, he, he posted that? He, yeah. It was oh, he sent that in? Oh my gosh. I mean, they didn't. So he sold himself out? Technically, it's not proven that it was him, but who else is it going to yeah. be? Yeah. And the part that I'm 100% serious. I'm 100% serious. Well, I wasn't thinking you were lying, but now I do. I hate this guy. I know. It, don't wait. It, don't wait. Just wait, it gets worse. Uh, 
They believed he was the one that sent him the email. And so these people looked up Luca and they're like shocked by what they found. They're like, this guy is, uh, they were like, oh my gosh, this guy is like, uh, a nerd, like he's so into him because there was like there's a buttload of random fandom accounts. Oh, <laughs> he made them, didn't he? <laughs> he made them. Oh my gosh! And comments like Lucas, the Prince of Canada, he's the king. What? Um, and like there was like a fan website. Oh my gosh! Yeah, fake. It was just got ridiculous. I hate this guy. <laughs> like dozens He's so of... obsessed with me. I know. YouTube so tribute accounts, Facebook accounts, face uh MySpace fan accounts, blogs. At least like... he was like on it, I guess. You're just basically making an entire like how many emails does this guy have? <laughs> he probably had like twenty emails <laughs> for all these different accounts. <laughs> I know. Um so uh, they found all these photos, and he was like, I'm in Mi- Miami, I'm in Russia, I'm in Florida now. And they're like, how is this guy, like, all over? Does he have a right? private jet? What the heck? And so what, and, like, he would post these photos of him, like, in front of a sign, <clears throat> like, Miami sign. And it ended up being he was taking photos that people posted online and then putting Putting his, his head on it. Mm-hmm. Photoshopping it. Oh, my yep. gosh. Because uh, they end up finding, like, the original photos. And nowadays, you can just do, like, a green screen. I know, right? <laughs> Goodness. Technology. Technology. So they found out that he was in Toronto. Like, they really narrowed it down. He was in Toronto. So they c- contacted OSPCA. So they contacted OSPCA, and a file was open on him in January 2011. Uh, the and OSPCA was worried that Luca, uh, Luca's cruelty, cruelty to cats would lead to something more serious, which is what all the Facebook people were saying. The people in the Facebook uh, group. Um, so they're like, we're treating this as a priority, but. No one would listen to OSPCA. They're like, the local authorities were like, nah, like, we'll get to it, maybe. They Wait. didn't think it was that big of a deal. They were talking about the cat? Uh, To find Luca. Oh. They're like, you know, this is going to be something bigger. So they contacted the police and the police were like, nah, it's not that big of a deal. Because he hasn't hurt, technically hurt anyone. Yeah, but, oh my gosh. I know. So eight months went by and no one had found him because you know the people on the facebook they're just people you know they don't have any they can't just like go and get him um but eight months went by and everyone stopped talking about luca so luca's like "Mm, not getting attention so uh, one day one of the leaders of the group got a message with a video and it was a video of a python being fed a kitten (sighs) By a man in a Santa hat, because this came out around Christmas time. And there was another video of a kitten being duct taped to a broom and like a broom handle, and uh, it was drowned. So after two videos were sent to the leader, Luca had planted a story saying that he had gone to Russia. Because like Russia. Yeah. So uh, <clears throat> like he sent them the videos, planted a story saying like I went to Russia, and so they're like. Did you? 
this point, Luca was um, international news. Um, and then in the UK, the news outlet, The Sun, did a piece asking for people to help find this kitten killer because that other video, obviously, those other two went viral also. Uh, one of the reporters, oh, anyway, and then, <laughs> so he goes down, uh, they posted this article, like, help us find him. So two days later, he actually walks into the son's office and was like, I, I am not affiliated with those videos. And one of the reporters was like, then why did you, like, run away? And right? Why? Why? A um, little, little suspicious. Why there, are buddy. you defending yourself? Like, no one was saying that it was you, bro. Yeah. And he was like, Luke, Luke okay. was, <laughs> Luke was like, people are pretending to be me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, because you're so popular and everybody wants to be you. Everyone wants to be He's Luca. Regina George. <laughs> He's like, so I need to defend myself. There was no defense needed. Now you seem sus. So sus. Uh, two days later, sus. the son got an email from the kitten killer, not Luca, clearly, saying no one can catch him and he will make more movies. And he called it the uh, or movies is what he called those videos. They're not movies, bro. But he said no one can catch him, and he will make more movies, and he's, uh, next time there will be people in it instead of kittens. That's a heavy threat. I know. So the online Facebook group had a hard time getting police to help them, like I said, um, because it was all just speculation. And the kitten color and Luca were, but they kept saying, like, they're the same person, but it was just speculation that they're the same person. There was no proof. Um, so they made a video, the Facebook group made a video of him hurting the kittens and comparing the things in the Facebook or in the videos to things that Luca has posted. So they're like, look at this couch. This is the same, this couch in this video is the same picture, a couch and like doing different comparisons. Like this is the same sweater. Public's doing the police jobs. Yeah, seriously. They were like. The, this uh, vacuum is the same vacuum, like, all these different things that they're, like, comparing to. So, they made this video and was posting it all over, you know, Facebook and everything like that. Um, and eventually, they found a clue that he was in Mon- Montreal, Canada. Canada? Montreal, mm-hmm. Canada? Yep. Um, so, they took a photo that he had posted and literally took, because he... He the photo was of him outside, like on a street, and they literally took to Montreal's Google Maps and went up and down each street trying to find exactly where that photo was taken. Oh my gosh! And these people were like on it. Yeah, dude. no kidding. And like they weren't getting paid for it. They they were just doing what is that called? Where they're like a citizen? I don't know. Good job, guys. Good job, Facebook group. Yeah. Um. And they ended up finding the exact location of the intersection that he was at. So in spring of 2012, yep. So they knew he was in Montreal. Um, it wasn't just like I'm in Russia, I'm in Miami. Like they really like they had to make sure that what he said was true. So in spring of 2012, Luca moved into an apartment building where a foreign exchange student from China lived, uh, John Lin, June Lin. 
June was 33 years old and had a close relationship with his mom. He would, like, talk to her, like, every day. She was like, I'm so worried about you being in the United States or in, bleh, in Canada. Canada. Right. So he would, like, uh, send her videos of him, like, going to and from school and to and from work and stuff. Like, look, Mom, I'm safe. It's no big deal. Like, I'm fine. Uh, but with confirmation of Luca in Montreal, the local police was notified but with 18 months from the beginning of the hunt for him or to find the Kenton killer, no police official had actually talked to Luca. And um, <clears throat> they, at this point, when they said, like, he's in Montreal, one of the police officers put in, or police officers, detectives, somebody put in a DA, I don't know. Somebody put in a request for a warrant to go talk to him, and it was denied. And another video um, was starting to get hype online, um, but it wasn't actually posted yet, which obviously it was Luca posting in all these groups. Like, I can't find this video. What it, Does anyone know where this video is? And have you seen this video? Blah, blah, blah. Um, and it was called One Lunatic, One Ice Pick. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. And then... Uh, it wasn't posted yet, but it, he was, like, trying to give people hype for it so that they would search it. And then uh, June Lin failed. I feel like I'm pronouncing his name wrong. But he failed to show up to work. And one of his friends called his mom in China and was like, have you have you heard from him? And she's like, no. And so, obviously, they were worried because she talked to him, like, every day. Um, that same day, someone posted a cryptic profile to a website with all the articles, uh... Uh, that was connecting Luca to the Kenton killer. And, like, this profile was calling him Luca, a lunatic, basically. He's like, this guy has to be stopped, everything like that. And it was Luca that posted it. Right. I, I mean, yeah. it was Of course obvious. it was. Yeah. Um, so on May 25th, um, one day later, the video of the lunatic one pick appeared on the website, on the web. And it showed a man... Bound to a bed alive. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. I'm almost okay. tired. No, I'm not tired of your story. I just don't. It could have been stopped. <laughs> so it showed a man bound to the bed alive. There was and... a freaking teaser. I know. Like he basically like told everyone yeah. what he was going to do. He told the local news what he was oh going to gosh. do. Oh my gosh. Um. So it showed a man bound to the bed and then it edits to the man being dead. And it was 11 minutes long. And after the person was dead, it showed someone stabbing the corpse repeatedly with an ice pick. Oh, no. I yes. And then he dismembers the body. Uh. Uh, so four days later, a janitor was cleaning the side, like, alley by the apartment. And he saw this, like, suitcase. But he had a lot of trash that day, so he didn't pick it up. And then later, like, a couple days later... But, Sorry, I should say, he uh, originally saw the suitcase, but it had been... So, it was four days by the time he actually took to the suitcase or got the suitcase and it was, like, it's super heavy. And um, obviously found the body. I shouldn't say obviously, but he found the body of Jun Lin and it was just his torso in the suitcase. Uh. Yeah, so Luca had already left the apartment like he... Where's the rest of them? 
Oh, just wait, it gets worse. Um, but Luca had already left. Um, in his apartment, there was the bed from the video, and it was soaked in blood. There was blood everywhere, like in the bathtub, everywhere. Um, and then a package with a note was sent to the conservative party um, in Canada stating six bodies parts were dismembered, and the perpetrator will kill again. On June 5th, 2012, a package containing the right foot oh, no. of June was sent to the St. George's School, St. <gasps> George's School, and another package of, with a right hand was sent to Falls Creek Elementary School. Oh my gosh! I don't remember all this. Like, he just, like, was sending them to schools. It was disgusting. <sighs> um, and then after receiving an anonymous tip... Fucking school, man! Um, it was... Uh, called into the police, and they found, with the tip, they found Lynn's head by a, a public park. Um, so, now, a warrant was finally... When I say anonymous tip was from him. I'm sure it was. Uh, so, a warrant was uh, issued for his arrest, but he had already fled to Paris. Um, and he bounced around. He did said, he really, though? He did. Okay. He bounced around a lot at, at acquaintances' houses gotcha. and stuff like that. And he ended up in Berlin. And that's when Ber- Berlin, blah, 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 Berlin's police finally arrested him. Um, so Good. on June 18, 2012, he was extradited back to Canada. And after a 12-week trial eight days and eight days of deliberation, he was found guilty of all charges. Um, and he is currently serving life. Uh, a life sentence with eligible eligible parole after 25 years plus an additional 19 years. But not the sexual assault in the beginning? That we Correct. Because okay. those ones were dropped. What about the kitten? No, I, I know they died. The it's 19 sad. years is Did... from torture. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So he has to serve. Not that that's the important thing in the story. <laughs> <laughs> what happened with the kids? <laughs> I remember hearing about this. Um, I feel like I, with the kittens, was that like early 2000s? Yeah, it was. I feel like that was whenever I was volunteering, volunteering, volunteering <laughs> at the SPCA with my mom. Um, you probably heard about it. Yeah, it I was, feel like we heard like about it. Like, news. yeah, I feel like I remember hearing about these sad stories about kittens and trash bags, um, and I bet that was it. And then, like, not long after, we heard my mom could probably confirm this too. Yeah, um, that's wild. That's yeah. crazy. That's mother trucker. Yeah, he's in prison now, though. He's in prison. Is he still alive? Yeah, oh. unfortunately. And it sucks because, like. He did all this for attention, and he got it. He got it. Yeah. So, and here I am. Can you have social media and stuff in prison? Uh, I know some prisons you can. I don't know about his. Yeah. So, That's crazy. I mean. You can in some prisons? Have you, I don't know if it's, you like, allowed or not, but, dude, I have definitely seen. I was on prison TikTok for a while. What? Yeah, and it was, like, prisoners <sighs> posting on TikTok. And I, have you seen Orange is New Black? Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know if it's I don't know if it's actually allowed again. or if they're just. That was a rough one. That was a good one. That was a really good one. Yeah, I, I mean, not good at all. But... I I originally watched. It's called Don't F- with Cats. I've never seen that, and I don't want to watch it. You, it's rough to watch. Yeah, but it was like I one hate of those animal cruelty. It just. Mm. 
like I mean, people cruelty is terrible right, too. Right. But you know, there's something about kids well, and animals. And when it's you just... watch a, a movie and the dog dies, you're like, not the dog. I know. It's so it's it's like they're they're innocent. They're like so they innocent. have no idea what's going yeah. on. Like, and there's no way for them to defend they, themselves. Yeah, yeah, it's so sad. Yeah, and it's really sad. <sighs> that poor man, uh, Jun Lin. And his family, because she was so worried about his, you know, spending time Mm -hmm. in Canada. And sure enough, her worst fear came true. She was right. Yep. So. That's. Yep. Should we uh, Um, end on a lighter note? Actually, yes, definitely. um, Always. But I, so Amy and I, every Saturday night, which is tonight, um, do Scary Movie Saturdays, or at least now to Halloween. Um, we'll see if we go further than that. Hank. Hank. Get the jar. Get the jar. Okay. Oh, you're such a deadbeat. <laughs> um, so we have a jar here full of different scary movies because Amy, I'm just going to say it. She's a scary movie virgin. She hasn't seen that many scary movies. She has, but not like the really good ones. Like I made her watch dolls. Annabelle recently. She has a thing for dolls, guys. She has a thing for I dolls. Hate so puppets. if someone sends a puppet, a puppet, no, or a doll or something, I swear it will go straight in the trash. I am not. It won't that. go in my trash. You know what? It probably will go in my trash. Oh, I have to tell you my my creepy story. Oh, can you? I'm so post sorry me? again that this is freaky or this is so long. Um, it's okay. There's a lot going to be edited out. And- <laughs> there's a lot that's going to be edited out, like my old geezer laugh. We'll go ahead and do this first. Um, so you guys can hear this. This is jar, a jar full of our movies that we're going to pick from. Um, last time we watched Annabelle, and now Amy's going to pick the next movie. I can't get one. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, yeah! Oh, gosh, what is it? The Grudge. Oh, that's a good one. Sarah Michelle Gellar. I love her. I have, Buffy. That was the very first scary movie I ever watched. Uh, yeah. Sorry, yeah, guys. You, you can watch it if you uh, sleep in your own bed tonight. Yeah. And don't mind hair over your face and being freaked out by it. Yes. It's a great movie. We're if gonna anyone watch hasn't seen it, yeah, you're pretty sure I actually own that one too, and I don't have to buy it. Sweet. So yeah, um, so um, I came. I yesterday I ran to go grab dinner real quick. This is my story. Okay. And I left my husband home with my two children. You know, to uh, be a parent. Yep. <laughs> that's that's the life. <laughs> um, and I came back, and he said that um, Charlotte went downstairs into the playroom. Yeah. And so we have a playroom in our basement, and she was playing down there, which she normally does. And he said she he heard, like, a blood-curdling scream and thought, what? you know, maybe she was hurt or something. And he was freaked out when yeah. I came home. And he ran downstairs, and she was in the playroom with the door closed, and the light was off. What? And she kept on telling him, it won't quit looking at me. Yeah, I know, I know. She won't quit talking about it. It's really freaking me out. She's little, so, I mean, she's. it's not the first time she's said that before. It won't quit looking at me. And she has had, like, a recent fascination with turning off the lights and, like, walking around with a fake flashlight. But she didn't have her flashlight. And I'm a little bit freaked out. Josh is a little bit freaked out. That is so weird. I know, yeah. Thank you so much for saying that. I came home to that yesterday, and I was like, 
Have you been in the playroom since? Yeah, I went in there earlier, and Charlotte refuses to go in there. Oh, she no. will not go in there. She's like, I don't want to go in there. She's like, Daddy had to come down because I was scared. And it was staring. She kept on saying, it was staring at me. And its eyes were looking at me. And I was like, just stop. I hate Yeah, so... I kids' imaginations are just wild. So you don't know. like. Yeah. She, that's, it really isn't the first. Like she said before that there's been a spider in her room that looks at her. So. Oh, poor thing. Yeah, she said there's a spider in her room sometimes that just stares at her, so. I don't know. That doesn't bother me as much as the... The light turning off and her screaming. But I can... I mean, she's so young, too, that you can't be like, what does it look like? I mean, you can, but how, how is she going to... Yeah, and you don't want to, like, give her a description or anything yeah. because she'll play with she'll what play you're right saying. Exactly, yeah. so... It's like asking a kid if their tummy hurts. Yeah, my tummy hurts. Okay, well, where's your tummy? Show me where it hurts. And they point to their knee. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Been there, done that. (laughs) Learning. Still learning. Oh, so here's the lighter note, guys. All right. Neighborhood drama from around the country, I guess. World? Countries? Reddit? Country? Probably world. I mean, from around the world. Everybody in Reddit. This is from Chaos Wolf 7115. Thank yeah. you, Chaos Wolf. Yeah. So one night at roughly 2 a.m., I oh, heard... Oh, gosh. It's never a good time. <laughs> I know. Go to bed. <laughs> right. Uh, one, t- one day at roughly 2 a.m., I heard banging on our door. So I answered it quietly, quite carefully, as it was late, obviously. It was the neighbor from upstairs. He was... He just stared at me and not replying to anything I said so eventually I shut the door on him and went back to sleep that's creepy have you seen strangers yeah this carried on every couple days or so and I'm a very no (laughs) I'm a very patient man so someone waking me up every night at 2 a.m. when I have to leave for work at 5 30 a.m. was starting to drive I would lose my shit yeah what the heck then I realized he was following us around regularly and was being <gasps> generally creepy, hiding behind bushes. No. The next night, I hear banging on the door again, and he starts shouting at me, saying I stole his microwave. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I called the police. Stole the microwave, man. <laughs> I'm gonna stalk you. <laughs> And calm him down. We still see him occasionally following us, even though we've moved to a oh no, a different city and have lived there for <gasps> years. What the hell? Oh no, something has to be done with that. Yeah, restraining order. Oh my gosh! <laughs> you stole my microphone. You stole my. You know. That was really creepy. And then there's like this random like. Stole my microwave. <laughs> and then it's creepy again. <laughs> what? They need a oh. restraining order. Oh, Hank. Hank. Calm down. It's okay, buddy. I know it's super funny. He was laughing to his bones. He was. His funny bone was his just. funny bone. Going. <laughs> Made him weak. Man. <laughs> oh, man. So, thank you for listening. Uh, so, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. And Stitcher. And on, please leave us a review on iTunes because you can find us there too. Yes, please be nice. Please be nice. Uh, also follow us and like us on 
Facebook at WWTN Podcast or What's With The Neighbors. Um, Instagram is WWTN Podcast as well as Twitter, WWTN Podcast. Our website is whatswiththeneighbors.com. Uh, you can view our weekly podcast videos by being a, what was it? A <laughs> Patreon Patreon donor slash donor bus. Uh, <laughs> at least uh, $5, you can view our videos. Um, and you can find that on uh, patreon.com forward slash what's with the neighbors.com. And feel free to slide into a DM. Slide on in there. With any questions, comments, or even story suggestions. Oh, and tell us about your crazy neighbors. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yes. Your neighbors or if you have a paranormal story or yeah. a true crime story, our email is wwtnpodcast at gmail.com. And have you checked in on the neighbors? What's with the neighbors? Great. Oh. Oh. What's with the neighbors?